This podcast is supported by CIBC Global Money Transfer. Easily and securely send money to Jamaica and to over 80 other countries for $0 transfer fees. Visit CIBC.com slash Global Money Transfer to learn more, including current offers. We're launching this website and calling it Love Letter to Caribbean Food because, well, as the name says, we love Caribbean food. This is our homage to curry, jerk, patty, doubles, fruitcake, rum, and all food and drinks from the West Indies. Because let's face it, when it comes to flavor, variety, attitude, and vibe, the Caribbean rules. Okay, let let me start off by confessing my own. I remember being about eight or nine years old and coming home from school. It was around Christmas time. And knowing that my grandmother had made the famous Caribbean um, Christmas uh, fruitcake, doused with rum. And I remember every evening for about a week coming home and pinching off a piece of that cake and eating it and feeling so woozy afterwards, which I don't know what that said about me, but it was kind of a good feel. So I like that. So that's one of my confessions about the the deliciousness or one of my memories of um, food. Another of my Caribbean food likes Ripe banana fritters. I don't know about you guys, but it is delicious. And these days, or more lately, I've discovered that if I sprinkle just a little bit of cinnamon sugar on it, it takes it up to another level, to being a kind of dessert. And of course, there are so many others to mention, stew peas and rice, ackee and saltfish, and so on and so forth. For this launch episode, we're filling the airways with the lusciousness and deliciousness of our food. So we've invited Jamaican Eats readers and followers on our Facebook and Instagram platforms to tell us about their Caribbean food crush. What moves you? What are some of your memories? What is your experience of Caribbean food? Can I ask you to tell us uh, your name and where you're calling from? Uh, Philip Dixon, Mississauga, Ontario. Okay, Philip, bring on the love. What so, are you uh, feeling Caribbean-wise um, in terms of your food? Okay, first of all, like I said, the curry goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, then jerk chicken. Sounds good. Ox- oxtail. Oh, yeah. Two pieces of rice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple more, but those are my favorites. Okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. And why? I pretty much grew up on those, and those are my favorite things to cook. Okay, we hear you. So thanks, Philip. Okay, thank you, dear. Okay, bye. Say your name and where you're calling from. Okay, Donna Cashman calling from Central Isaac, Long Island, New York. Hey, Donna, thanks for calling in. So tell us about your Caribbean food crush. My food crush, my absolute favorite, that's hard to pin down. <laughs> wow, it's that many, is it? If, yeah, because I like it all, well, but just about all of it. Um, I would have to say my go-to would, uh, would be good oxtails. Not everybody makes them well, but if you make them well, that's where I'm going to go first. <laughs> okay, know? what or, makes a good um, oxtail? What makes a good oxtail? Let them be meaty, let them be flavorful, seasoned well with good gravy. Oh man, I hear the love coming. I hear, I hear the love. Yes. <laughs> that sounds good. What else? Give us another taste of something. 
Um, brown stew fish, which I absolutely love. Oh. I haven't had an opportunity to try and make it yet, but if it's made well, it's so good. <laughs> okay, okay, I hear you. Where do you remember your best oxtail or brown stew fish where you might have had it? In Jamaica. Oh, really? Um, on, on, yeah, yeah. You know, you, yeah, and in my house, I make them well. I make oxtails very well, ask Miss Grace. <laughs> okay. Um. Yes, but um, in Jamaica is where I first had them. No, I can't. I take that back. A friend of mine where I used to work who was Jamaican brought me in some, and it was love at first sight, you know, the first bite, actually. Okay. So you're not Jamaican? Um, you're calling from me? I am not. I, 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 I claim it because I've been there 17 times, but I am of Caribbean descent. My mom was from St. Croix. My father's family was from Barbados. Okay, okay. So you've got the Caribbean vibe then. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I hear the love. I hear the love. Thank you for calling, Donna. We appreciate it. No problem. Take okay. care. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from. My name is Rosalind Daniel. I'm calling from Scarborough. I'm a West Indian from Montserrat. Okay. In the Caribbean. Okay. And tell us, Roslyn, what's what's your Caribbean food crush? Is it something from Montserrat? Is it? Tell us what moves you. What moves me? What many moves things, you? <laughs> many things move me. Okay. I love I love food in all types. I have so many likes. I I have few dislikes, but I have a lot of likes. And I rem I was thinking about when you said Caribbean, and I was thinking about when I was a little girl. Yes. Um, coming home from school, I love red herring. Really? I love red herring. My grandmother used to roast sweet potatoes and put it with a red herring. The salt and the sweet. Oh, oh awesome. Awesome. And then as children, yes. we had our, our um, secondary school uniform, which we were not allowed to eat in the uniform. Really? We, we would sneak when we got to the entrance of our village. And we would sneak and buy red herring. Now that thing stinks, but we loved it so much. We'd buy red herring and bread. And then the joke is to try not to dirty our uniform because we've got to wear them tomorrow. And if the principal smells food or see food on them, we're in trouble. Oh my gosh. So, 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 anyway, uh -huh. and we enjoyed it. And then we would walk along the road trying to pick three, four leaves to get the scent from the leaves to clean our hands. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys were smart. That's we're, very clever. We're, we're, we were naughty, clever, and smart. <laughs> so, so did you ever get in trouble? Never got caught. Never got caught. If we saw a car coming, we would push it in our purse and say, something coming, something coming. And we would walk as if perfect okay. children. <laughs> so then it's safe to say that red herring was your jive. Red herring. Okay. Still, like, I, I still love red herring. I just, it's just not the same when I go to the store. Sometimes I find it's not as... um. I don't know. It, it's it's uh, it's dumpy here, and it doesn't taste as as nice as when it's fully dried and 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 really good. Okay. And now, when you say that, you're talking about here, meaning Scarborough, Ontario, which is just yes, outside Canada. of Toronto. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. So so, how do you enjoy red herring now? <laughs> I do enjoy red herring. No. How how do you how do you eat it now? How do you cook it now? Nowadays, I don't even bother to cook it nowadays. I just go on it. I have some Vincentian friends who like to make it. So when I get to them and they're making it, I enjoy. Okay. That's yes. very clever. Yes. 
Okay, Rosalind, thank you so much for calling. You're welcome, Grace. You're welcome. Okay, then. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Can you please tell us your name and where you're calling from? Paulette, I'm calling from Bronx, New York. Okay, Paulette, thank you. So tell us, what, what is your food crush? What is your Caribbean food love or memory? My love and memory up to this day is rice and peas, oxtail with butter beans. That's what I love. Oh, my Whenever gosh. I eat it. I try to eat it as much as possible. What is your first memory of that dish? When my mom cooked it from I was a little girl, I've always enjoyed it. Oh, and with carrot juice. Oh, that is so good. I can hear the love. Oh, my goodness. Uh Now, was that... Was that for special occasions? Like, was it maybe on a Sunday or holidays only? Or It's on a Sunday. She usually makes, most, most times she makes it on a Sunday. Okay. And plus the holidays sometimes. Okay. So, so that is your crush, the rice and peas with the, um, the oxtail and butter beans. Yes, it is. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear the love. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Do you have anything You're else? What, 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 what else? Um, what else moves you? Well, the thing that moves me, but I don't really enjoy it here, is soursop juice. But I don't drink it here, so. Oh, how that's come? What I would love to get. How come? Huh? How come you don't have it uh, in New York the in the Bronx? Soursop is here. The soursop is here, but sometimes half the soursop is ripe and half is green. Ah, and what does that do? I don't know. I don't buy it because it's not fully ripe to me. You get it in the can that says guanabana, but it doesn't taste like the Jamaican soursop from the tree. Okay, so you're picky about your Caribbean stuff. Oh, yes. I am definitely am picky. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Uh Okay. Thank you, uh, Paulette, for calling. Continue and well, you know, here's my wish for you: uh-huh. that in the Bronx, somewhere, mm-hmm. somehow, that you'll start finding perfectly ripe soursop that can give you the great yes, soursop juice. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank okay. you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, Grace. My name is Stephen. I'm calling from Toronto. Okay, Stephen. So tell us about your Caribbean food crush. What, what moves you? What's your love? So my love of Jamaican food started when I was doing a student placement in Montego Bay called the Jamaican Foundation for Lifelong Learning. Okay. So... I used to do my groceries at the local Hilo and I get my fresh fruit at a, at a stand in town. However, usually I got into a habit that when I'd come home for lunch from the school, I'd stop by this roadside stand and pick up curry chicken. All right. uh, That's that just hooked me. And, uh, and I, I find now that, if I'm having some kind of social gathering at home, 
I always go somewhere to get a tray of curry chicken and beans and comes with coleslaw, but I do it because I love, I love the food, but it's also a little bit of Jamaica, which is also a little part of me. So I, I try okay. to share that with anybody that comes into our house. Okay, nice. And uh, what about the curry chicken that you like so much? It's just gives me such a kick. I mean, it's so different from the food that I grew up with here. So, um... And what, what food did you grow up with here? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. My folks are from the UK, so it wasn't the most exciting fare. <laughs> hmm. We don't yeah. need to get into that, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> into, but, um, yes. No, the, 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 the taste was great. And like I said, it just, um, it reminds me of, um, you know, a, a, a challenging but rewarding period in my life. Okay. And what, okay. And let me ask you, do you like your curry chicken with roti or rice? Uh, usually I go with rice and beans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I mean, when you say rice and beans, you mean rice and peas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess I've also had it with beans. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah, sounds great. Usually with rice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, Stephen. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much for calling. Cool. I wish you well with this, Grace. Thank you so much. Okay. So, I'll see you later. Okay. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Mary McLaughlin. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. Okay, Mary. And thank I wanted to tell you. Yes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We want to hear about your Caribbean food loves and memories and crush. So what, well, go on. Well, I don't know if anybody loves this, but I do. Mm -hmm. It's made with just two ingredients. You put four grapefruits, you peel them, you segment them. Four grapefruits, and you mix it with one can of condensed milk. That's all. Oh, it yeah. Delicious thing in the world. Oh, Mary. And where now, where did you grow up? Where, where do you remember having that? I grew up in Spanish Town. Spanish Town, Jamaica? Yes. Okay. And my mother loved to make matrimony with star apple and orange juice and condensed milk. When we didn't have star apple, she did grapefruit and condensed milk. Okay. And it is just fabulous. Wonderful. So let's go back. So the, what she made, it was called matrimony? Matrimony. Matrimony. Okay. Yeah. Matrimony, yeah. like when matrimony. people get married? Like matrimony? When pe I think it's, you know how you people talk about marrying somebody yes. in the market? Okay. Well, I think that's a relationship. It's just a relationship of mixtures in your mouth. Okay. And she would do star apple. Yes. Condensed milk and orange juice. Yes. And that was one dessert she served. Right. Oh, and my goodness. Another thing, mm -hmm. yeah, was grapefruit and condensed milk. Really is delicious. And when, when, you, when you use that much, four grapefruit, one can of condensed milk, it serves about six people. And mm. Michael is always fighting me for it. And Michael is? My husband. Okay, okay. 
Well, you know, it's interesting because these days you don't really hear much of grapefruit anymore. I know it's hard to come by because there's a terrible citrus disease mm. hitting the whole world. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, well, what is your secondary? Like, what else comes to mind? Oh, stewed guava. Stewed guava, okay. Yes, you get some nice big guavas, you peel them, you take out the seeds. Yes. You have to take out the seeds. Some people don't, but you have to. Yes. And then you, you just stew it very lightly with just some sugar and water. And I don't put cinnamon or nutmeg or anything in it because I just love that wonderful guava flavor. Oh, my goodness. I've never heard of that. That sounds delicious. I'll have to try it. Oh, absolutely. Stew guava is wonderful. And then you can just eat it. When you're ready to serve it, you put some cold evaporated milk on it. Oh, my God. It's the best thing in the world. Okay. My mother used to get breadfruit. Yes. She would get fit breadfruit. And what what do you mean by fit? Fit is when you have the white sap coming on the outside. That's ah. when it's ready to be roasted. Okay. Green breadfruit you tend to boil. Okay. Fit breadfruit is good for roasting. Okay. And she would steam the the, the thick breadfruit. Then she'd peel it, mm-hmm. core it, and then she would make a, like a curry sauce. So think of you, you, you cook up some onion and garlic and thyme with some chip, good Jamaican curry okay. and some scotch bonnet pepper. Uh-huh. And then when she, and she'd make it fairly liquid. Mm-hmm. And then she'd cube the breadfruit till it was, oh, oh like maybe an inch, inch square. It, it would never be square because it's round. Yeah, right. And then she'd put that breadfruit into the curry sauce. Uh-huh. And then she'd add coconut milk to it so it wasn't, Rundown. Right. It was more of a curry rundown. Oh my gosh. And it was delicious. And then right before she served it, she'd put some green peas in it. Green peas? And green peas, yes. Mm -hmm. So you get the beautiful yellow curry flavor. Yes. And you get the green peas to just add a little, a subtle sweetness and color. Wow. And then right before she served it, she would get some scallion, yes, chop it up, both the green and the white, fine, mm-hmm. and put that in it just before she served it. Oh. Perfect vegan meal. Perfect way to serve breadfruit in yes. a very different way. Oh, my gosh. And now, do you um, do that dish or how do you use breadfruit yourself I sure these do. days? I sure do. I have friends who... Um, breadfruit and vacuum seal it. Yes. And I can get it in the States, mainly in Miami when I'm down there and I bring it up frozen. Yes. And I stop my freezer with it. Right. And then when I'm ready to make this dish, you just cook up this really good curry gravy. Mm-hmm. No meat. And you just put your steamed breadfruit in it to suck up that flavor. Mm-hmm. You have to cook the breadfruit first. Right. Suck up that flavor. I mean, you just put in green peas and scallion, but you have to put a good good amount of scotch bonnet in it to give it that. <laughs> <good>. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And the coconut milk. 
yes. you need the coconut milk to give it the cream in it. Right. And you don't need meat. It right. is so delicious. Right. So you just eat it by itself, not with rice. You don't need to eat oh, it with I put rice. Oh, over rice. Oh, you put I it put over, it over rice. rice. Okay. Yes. yes. And then, you know, sometimes if you want a touch of sweetness to it, mm-hmm. you could put in some kernel corn, a sweet one. Yes. Or some sweet potato, but not a lot. Okay. And you have to cube it really fine. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, like how you do those mixed vegetables. Yes. That size. You put that in, and then that gives a touch of sweetness, which you need with the heat. Right. Now, Mary, a little bird tells me that you and your husband, Mike, that you have started and that you run a foundation called Trees That Feed, that, and you guys are behind the breadfruit flower industry in, um, in the Caribbean. So, so tell, me, tell me a little bit about breadfruit flower in terms of how you use it, segueing well, from breadfruit. Well, let me tell you why we started to make breadfruit flour. And old-time Jamaicans used to make breadfruit flour, and then it kind of fell off the wayside. Okay. But we do a lot of planting in Haiti, too. And breadfruit is good and bad. Mm-hmm. You get everything at once, mm-hmm. and you cannot eat everything you have. Mm-hmm. So we thought of ways of preserving it. So we went back to old-fashioned ways of um, preserving breadfruit and grinding it into flour and making gluten-free breadfruit flour. All right. Now, there are quite a few Jamaicans making it, mm-hmm. and Haiti makes a lot, and so does Puerto Rico. Okay. I had it this morning. I made my whole family breadfruit pancakes. Ah. And my grandchildren just love it. Okay. I find I need to add a little more, a touch of sugar, a touch of oil in the batter, Mm-hmm. And then you cook it just like you would cook um, pancakes, and it really is delicious. Okay, wonderful. And I make and I make breadfruit breakfast bars, oh. breadfruit flour, fruit okay. pulp, and dried fruit. So it's all tropical fruit: the breadfruit flour, fruit pulp, and dried tropical fruit. So dried mango, dried pineapple, okay. dried pawpaw. Okay. And I bake it on a cookie sheet, mm-hmm. and it's just like a a high end energy bar. Okay, and it really is delicious. And I, we make them, we keep them here, and that's what we live on. Not okay. just we live on, but we yeah. eat a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. And let me let me say here to those who are listening that, uh, and let me put in a plug for Jamaican Eats magazine. We have an edition coming out in April, and we will certainly have some of these recipes that you've heard from Mary, uh, because we are going to go back and ask her to give us some of these delicious recipes so that you can try um, the the breadfruit with the coconut milk, as well as um, the, the breadfruit flour bars. And Mary, I hope that's okay with you. I'm talking. Absolutely. My recipes tend to be suggestions. Oh. rather than exact. So I make my recipes so good cooks can look at it right. and cook it right. and modify it as they wish. And Mary, do you have a website? Treesthatfeed.org. Okay. T-R-E-E-S-T-H-A-T-F-E-E-D.org. Okay. And we have a very prominent 
social media presence as well, both Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, wonderful. Well, Mary, thank you so much for calling in. Um, and I'm certainly going to try that um, breadfruit with the coconut milk cooked down and all of that stuff. And, and good Jamaican curry. You can't yes. eat American curry. Can't do good Jamaican curry. And it, has, it cannot be Trini curry, right? It has to be Jamaican no. curry. <laughs> it has to look just like it's curry goat, right. but without the goat and right. in breadfruit. Right. Okay, then. Thank you, Mary. All right. We've got with us Chef Eshwar, who's a Guyanese chef here in Toronto and who is known experimenting with fusion Caribbean food. His oxtail is to die for. So all of you guys calling in about oxtail, if you were here in Toronto, Chef Eshwar would be the guy. You know, he's a man when it comes to oxtail. Let me ask you, Chef Eshwar, what is your Caribbean food crush? What, what moves you? I enjoy the uh, variety and the flavor and um, the richness of the food. Okay. And do you have like particular dishes that you like to eat and or make? Uh, I love, uh, I enjoy a curry duck because curry duck we normally cook at Christmas time. And that's usually our menu at Christmas. So I always enjoy a curry duck with dal and rice. Oh. It's one of our main dishes. Actually, curry duck is our national dish, I believe. Yeah. In Guyana? In Guyana, yes. Okay, well, in in Jamaica, I know it's not as, oh, we yeah. curry goat, but that's very interesting. Yeah, we curry duck very heavily at Christmas, and uh, Easter was always curry lamb. My mom oh. would always do lamb at Christmas. Okay. Uh, sorry, at Easter, my apologies, yes. At Easter, yeah. right. So what else are some of your memories or, or, or um, favorite foods? Um, one of my good memories, actually, that I remember is that we never really had an oven at home. So oh. all of our baking was done. Uh, via something that we call a fireside, which was actually uh, a stone stove that we used. And uh, we would normally use it for cooking. So once our cooking is finished, my mom then would um, normally take the ashes out. And then they would layer the top of it with, uh, on top of the stove with a roof, the roofing material. We'll put the coal on top. And I could remember up to this day the uh, Christmas cakes being baked in that um, sort of makeshift oven. Okay. And the smell of the bread and the cakes. I can still remember that up to today. Okay. Yeah. Now, if I can just interject quickly. In Jamaica, this, that kind of baking, yeah. that's what we call hella top, hella bottom, hallelujah in the middle. <laughs> that's interesting. Because you have the fire at the yeah. bottom, you have the fire at yeah. the top, and then you have the cake or the whatever in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was an impoverished way of us doing an oven because we didn't have the... But it was meat. sweet, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a really good, great way. Yes, yes. Okay. Now, Chef Eshwar, <clears throat> can we entice you into telling us a little bit about your oxtail? I, I know we've had previous discussions and you don't want to give away your secret, but tell us something about your, your oxtail. What makes it so good? Uh, my oxtail is uh, marinated at least two days uh, before. I season it really well. Wow. I have five secret spices in there that I'm not giving up for the life of me. <laughs> um, and it's slow braised. I slow braise it in the oven. Okay. Uh, it's my number one selling dish, actually, on my menu. Um, I can't take it off my menu at all at any time. I actually run a pop-up at work. I've been running a pop-up since 2015. Okay. And, and, and where is work? If, uh, if you don't work, mind I saying. currently work still in the office at a law firm. Okay. So I'm still keeping my day job. 
Okay. But monthly I run a lunch pop-up at work. Okay. And uh, I have to keep the oxtail on there because I do have regulars who want it all the time. In fact, I have a Korean a lawyer who says to me that uh, never to ask uh, about whenever I place the, whenever I put on my menu, um, it's standard. He needs that every month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. so oxtail gone to Korea. Yeah. To Korea. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Let me also say that um, Chef Eshwar, when we have our Caribbean uh, street food festivals and our other Caribbean food-themed events here in Toronto, he comes to many of those events. So that's one way of sampling um, his food. Yeah, I'm also so located on Instagram. You can find me there as well, and you can contact me directly. And what's your Instagram handle? Uh, my Instagram handle is uh, Chef Wars Kitchen. So at uh, Chef Ward's Kitchen. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. We've got Odette here. And let me confess, Odette is one of our... Let's leave the one-off off. Odette is my favorite vegan chef for many reasons. But the main one is Odette is of Trinidadian background. And when she flavors her stuff, you feel the Trini love coming through. So Odette... You tell us, what's your favorite Caribbean food or what's some memory? What memory do you have of uh, Caribbean food? My earliest memory would be of baked breadfruit. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, bake. Okay, and it was, it was that here in Canada? or No, before that's you... back before I came. Before okay. I came. So I came here when I was five. Okay. But you always remember breakfast. In Trinidad. And let, let me just say that Odette lives here in Toronto. So when, you say, when we're talking about here, we're talking about Toronto. Okay, so tell me what you remember about the breadfruit baking. Like who baked it and how was it baked? Well, I'm the third youngest of nine children. Okay. And so everybody older was delegated a chore. Yes. In the morning. So I think my sisters was getting me ready. But just the smell. So we had an outdoor kitchen. We didn't have a kitchen inside. Okay. But you could smell it. And just oh. when it burst open, the steam coming from the breadfruit. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't duplicate it here, but the memories. Right. Yeah. And was it like on a wood stove outside? Like was You it? know, I want to say it was wood. Um, I don't know if I'm imagining propane. Mm. But... I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure what the stove was. Okay. I cannot remember what the stove was. I remember the tawa. I remember my mom making the bake and rotis, but what she cooked it on. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, hey. And so how do you remember eating the roast breadfruit? Like, did you just, was it peeled and then you ate it or what did you eat it with? We, I would dunk it into my flour porridge. Really? Yes, I would. Into your what porridge? My flour porridge. So my mother would get flour and patch it. And patch it means putting it into a frying pan and making it brown. And then she would add milk to it. And just the way you make cornmeal porridge, make flour porridge. My mouth is hanging open (laughs) because I've never heard of that. Go on. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's too bad because it was really good. I fed my children that when they were born in Canada, patch flower porch. Okay. They were big, healthy, chubby babies. Okay. And then you would dunk your your roast breadfruit slice in that. Correct. Oh, my God. Now I, I have something new Canadian to try. version of bagel and coffee. 
<laughs> so guys, now you have another way of enjoying if you're not Trinidad is, because I'm thinking all, all people from Trinidad and Tobago know that. But if you're not, now you have another way of enjoying this. Okay. Tell us something else about your Caribbean food crush or love or, or memory. Everything about my country, Trinidad, is love. That's why, you know, when I, people say, and thank you so much for the compliment of me being your favorite vegan chef. There's nothing I make without some seasoning from my island. You know, everything has to, and that's why I make the guava bees free because I remember biting into guava and just the juice running down my mouth and that flavor that is, you can't even describe it. Okay. Know? And so everything about my, I, my crush is my country. <laughs> Let me just put a little bit of context here. When um, Odette mentions um, Bees Free, she has a line of products called Bees Free. It's almost like an alternative to honey, but you can do so much more with it. So that's a little bit of context as to what that means. So Odette, where can people find you here? Do you have a social media? Do you have Instagram, I Facebook? I have a website, which is Bees Free, and I'm, my social media is at Bees Free, but I've actually just pulled back a little bit. I've taken some time from my business um, just to reevaluate and you know, look at things differently. I came out um, a little too big, a little too fast. Okay. And I'm hoping um, this summer, if you're looking for me, I should be at the Kensington flea market all summer long. Well, thanks so. for that, Odette. Yes, the Kensington market in Toronto. And Odette is also going to be a vendor or, or be at the, the Caribbean Street Food Festival on March 28th at the 519. And um, she will have um, not just the Bees Free products, but um, she will have various food items like her Kalaloo Spanakapoke. I can never say that word, so excuse me. Let's just me. call it spinach pie. <laughs> spinach pie, yes. Let's not fancy it up. You know, it's, it's, it's got all the flavors of the Caribbean in there. So, Adet, how long have you been vegan, and, and what made you become a vegan? I have been vegan for most of my life. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you the number because I'm always 25. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. And I grew up... Um, Part of my life, I grew up on a farm, and so it was really traumatic for me to actually play with the animals and then know at night we were going to eat one of them. Oh. And so the chickens, you know, I mean, yes. that's, that's the way of life. Yes. But from a child, it never sat right with me. Okay. And uh, when I was old enough, my mother made me wait until I was 16. Okay. I, I became plant-based more vegetarian because I really, I'm self-taught. Mm -hmm. You know, when I became a vegan, that wasn't even a word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think most people just called it vegetarian. Right, so right. So I'd find myself eating bread and spaghetti a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's before you started um, experimenting with yeah. making your own food. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So. Okay. That sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Odette. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We've got Elaine with us, and Elaine loves to cook. And she likes to tell stories about her mother's cooking, about when she was growing up. So Elaine, wh what's your love? Tell us about your food love and your, some of your food memories. So 
my food memory is um, fish. My mom used to cook fish whichever way fish can be cooked. My mom cooks all different types of fish. So it could be stew fish, curry fish, fry fish, you know, scabbage fish, all of those things. And it was just wonderful for us because when we go to school, we didn't come home to, from school with maybe bread or so. We come home with whether it's chicken or fish, but it's always a cooked meal at lunchtime. And so it's not. And so breakfast, always a cooked meal and so forth. And so, so kalalu and fried dumpling are aki and salt fish, green banana, things like that. So those are my memories from my mom cooking and so and okay. we enjoy. Okay. And so did your mom buy the fish? Frozen, fresh no. fish from the fisherman. Like, how did she get the fish? We get our fish from a fisherman. And our fisherman was a lady and uh, Miss Darling. And so, and she used to come around pushing her cart. With, yes. Uh, um, fresh Miss, fish. Sorry, her name was Miss Darling? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, only in the Caribbean <laughs> you would hear that. Okay. And your mom... It's Jamaican, right? It's Jamaican, We're talking about yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so so she just come around and call out fish, fish, fish. And so and people would come out and get your fish, your snapper, your wenchman, your doctor fish to cook your fish soup and things like that. So Okay. Yes, yeah. And did Miss Darling come every day or did she come once a week? No, or? she come at least two or three times a week. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, but she used to just go down to the seaside when the boat come in and she just buy what she and bring to, bring sell. to sell. So and she so bought the fish from, fish the, from fishermen, the fishermen yeah. and then she would bring it to the neighborhood. Neighborhood. Yes. Okay. And well, she have her customer them that. Um, right. She had her regulars. Her, yeah, regulars. And so, yeah. So okay. That was, and so, so. Sounds good. Sounds good. And do you still enjoy eating fish? Like, how oh, do you enjoy fish enjoy now? I still enjoy eating frying fish, scabbage, and things like e that. Escovitch. So. Okay. Yeah. And so, so still enjoy it. One of my favorite. Okay. And how do you normally prepare it now? Like, I normally now, I would mostly get it frozen. And, how and, would and then it? I would come home and scale it. And um, so I would put salt and pepper on it and fry it and then cut up onion and tomato and fix it. And so. OK, so so Miss Elaine, you're the fish lady. OK, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you I enjoyed for, hearing that. Thank you for having Especially, me. I, I'll be thinking of Miss Darling walking through the neighborhood Neighbor and calling, calling out, out fish, fish. 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 <laughs> OK, so, yeah. thank you. Thank you. OK, bye. Check out our second annual Caribbean Street Food Festival from noon to seven on March 28th. We are going to be bursting with Caribbean flavors. Patties, doubles, fritters, oxtail, mango juices. You think it, we're going to have it. Plus, the renowned steel panist Suzette Vidal, she will be there bringing the vibes of Trinidad with the steel pan. So come on down. Admission is free and enjoy.
I am Chef Eshwar. I'll be at the Caribbean Street Food Festival on Saturday, March 28th. I will be bringing my cassava ball with my delicious tamarind sauce, serve also with my mango sauce as well. I will have a series of spice blends uh, for sale at the event as well. So come and join me and savor the aroma of true fusion flavor. Come on down to the Caribbean Street Food Festival and enjoy some of Bees Free's alternative to honey, our fantastic mac and cheese, and our world-famous Callaloo pie. Looking forward to seeing you and feeding you. This podcast is brought to you by Jamaican Eats Magazine and our sister website, Passport to Caribbean Food, and produced by What's Up Toronto. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and other audio platforms.